You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. All right, uh, back from the weekend, some spring training happenings here and there. The Rays did get rained out on Saturday, and then they lost to the Red Sox on Friday and lost to the Twins on Sunday. But again, it's spring training. Even though they had they they sit in the Grapefruit League with a three and four mark, just to put into perspective here, uh, Detroit is five and two, Kansas City is six and two, uh, uh, Miami is four and one. So again, this is going to be like inversed by the end of the year for the regular season. So the bad teams probably look decent in spring training. The good teams they're they're working things out. So let's not freak out about a three and four mark right now. No, not freak out. It's spring training. It's practice. Um, and let's let's be honest. I want to know if there's if this has ever been done before, but I'm sure that it has. Spring training champions correlating to uh, World Series champions. I'm willing to bet here, and this is not a betonline.ag uh, cheap promo here, but right. I would bet that uh, those don't correlate very often. I wouldn't think that that happens very often that you are amazing in spring training and then you just blaze through 162 games and then plus 20 games in the playoffs. Like that doesn't happen that often. So yeah, three and four record. Hey, make it zero and seven. I don't care. It's spring training. It yeah. does not matter. You know, they actually do give like grapefruit champion awards. And I think they even give like a little trophy and citrus league too. I should know I Kansas bet. City's in the Citrus League. But, hey, yeah. soak it all up. Re- really take advantage and, and dive into it. If you're a bad team, hey, at least try to give off the impression that you're going to be okay and give your fan you base go. some excitement before uh, once May and, and April hits, then those fan bases get a stark reality. But um, And right. I know, again, we will say this a lot. It is only sp- spring training. But if we are looking at a positive here, I mean, Austin Meadows already looked, hey, let, let's can we start the regular season already? Like yeah, let, let's this keep guy, this guy hot right now. Turn it on 97 mile per hour fastballs inside. I like what I'm seeing from Austin Meadows, even though it was off a no name pitch, like three, three home runs already, three home runs. And he just looks like that 2019 guy, not the 2020 where he was always late. Kind of that launch angle just when just in, so increased so much. Yeah. He was just late on things, just off rhythm. He does not look that way. He is hitting the ball square. It's just another Austin Meadows that we've seen in 2019. So that's really nice. So yeah, get this guy. Uh, well, first of all, everything healthy, please for Austin Meadows. He looks great. Let's get him to uh, the, the opening day lineup because right now he looks exactly how you want Austin Meadows to look. Uh, and on two of those home runs that he's hit, 
they were on the first pitch. The other one was on an 0-1 pitch. So that might be something we see more often is take advantage. You know that for the most part, a pitcher is going to try to attack with the fastball and throw it somewhere in the zone. And if it's something you like, don't lay off of it. Because we saw a lot of times Austin Meadows last season. I know it was a little bit off with the pandemic and that really screwed things up for him. But chasing on pitches he really had no business chasing and yes that pitch low in a way and he would just kind of jab at it and it would just be an ugly looking swing like hey take if it's the first pitch that might be the best pitch you get of an at bat and you have to 100 percent. you're going to get one pitch and sometimes it's the first one so you know sometimes it's okay to 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 hack uh with the count oh and oh you know again just to balance things out i look three home runs he looks awesome. He looks great. Keep doing it. I believe Sean Rodriguez or Reed Brignac, one of those two guys, had like six home runs in yeah. one spring training. So, yes. Also, I get it. Three home runs. It's in spring training. But whatever. He does look good. He does look good. Yeah, there are always guys. Although, like some years, it's like a Bellinger will lead the Grapefruit League in home runs. Some other years, it's a guy you never heard of that you'll never hear of again. And they find a way to crack the opening day roster. And it's like, well, it was spring training. He probably should have made the roster in the first place. So, Or they end up, you know, beating up a water cooler with their bare hands. So there's that too. There we go. That's a possibility as well. All right. Uh, it being a Monday past the weekend, we've got other takeaways that we learned over the course of Saturday and Sunday. That is coming up. But first, we've got to tell you about one of our good friends. We mentioned it a little earlier, alluded to it, BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the absolute best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up as well. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and oh yeah, use that promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Okay, Ulysses, uh, what did you learn from the weekend? Your takeaways, observations, news and notes, anything that piqued your interest over the past couple of days? I got a couple of things and they might be a little bit related. Number one is what I was looking forward of the weekend kind of came true with KK being told he will start on the field uh, tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday after the off day. So that's really great news to hear that he, the whole hip soreness saga is done. We can put it to rest. Uh, It it began last week with our last takeaways from, from last week. You saying how concerning is this injury? Well, good to know that eight, 10 days later, we'll have KK back on the field doing uh, what he does best, which is putting on a glove and tracking down fly balls and, and getting some work. Uh, I, I think plenty of time for him to get the 50 60 at bats that usually position players uh, look for in spring training to to get the timing down but apparently he's actually been already taking swings in the backfield so honestly this is just a great takeaway to know that KK is healthy and is ready to start uh, spring training 
Did we put an over under? Did we actually put this down as a prop bet for over under games played this season for Kevin Kiermeyer? Ooh, no, but you know what? That would probably have to make it into our prop bets for 2021 season. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Because yeah. I'm willing to put it right now. I think it's under 120 games. So intern McGee, paging yeah. intern McGee, get to it. Put it on the Google Doc, bud. I guess, I mean, is this, do you want to go ahead and mark it down or do you want to wait and, and think about it a little think... bit until he, he rips out his hip in a couple days? <laughs> Which hip both. Uh, yeah. Look, I think, I, I think prop bets, some prop bets can be done on March 8th. I okay. believe some others can be done on March. So you want to wait 30th. until Kevin Kiermaier gets through spring training healthy. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that, understood. Is, is that too obvious? Okay. Um, Look, I'm not so, yeah. trying to be totally pessimistic here, but he is, he even acknowledged in his quotes that he is getting older. He has to take it a little bit easier. And yeah. that is one thing that KK doesn't do well. If there's something you can absolutely respect about Kevin Kiermaier is he goes hard all the time. It could be a scrimmage. It could be a live game. It could be a playoff game. It could be a meaningless game. He is going to try to give it his all in some shape or form. And we've heard about this. Hey, can KK just like slow down a little bit since like 2014 that we've yeah. heard about this? Like, oh, can he just take it easy? And he hasn't. So that's just not in his DNA. So a good way to kind of counteract the fact that he can't slow down, that he can't, uh, you know, not take that leap is maybe rest him a couple, a, a couple more days during spring training. Uh, you know, listen to your back, listen to your hips in the regular season saying it's okay. Margo can take your spot or whatever. Um, question my, yes yeah before that do you think there will ever be a day where kevin kiermeyer moves to the corner outfield so he moves to either right field or left field or would he just be like no i play center field that's what i do i might be 35 36 still in the big leagues but i don't move to the corner for anyone i'm just gonna hang I it up in that sense i don't remember the exact quote so i'm gonna butcher it but uh Everybody, you know, gets gets a certain amount of time to play the game, but everybody's right. told at one point you can't do it. Uh, Cake is it, it will have that time where he is told by a team, a front office, the Rays or or not the Rays, and and be said, hey, uh, you're going to have to move to to right field. I think that would be his his move, and and I think he would. Uh, I, I mean, he's a team player. Yeah, I think overall he's a team guy, and and he would do anything to make the team succeed. And I think that's his next step, maybe in two, three years, to go to right field. Yeah, you wonder if he was like if Margot and Kiermaier were real long term guys with the Rays, like if there would be a point where they would cross over and Margot would get a majority of the center field time, and then right Kiermaier would move to the corner. But something tells me, I mean, that, that's not even really a point worth bringing up because I don't think those guys will be on the team in the next two, three years necessarily. Could have together anyway. Could have happened uh, with Upton and KK. Upton yeah. leaves after the 2012 season. We uh, he gets his first call up in the 2013 playoffs, so or game 163, whatever it was, and uh, that could have happened. Yeah. Um, well, he's happen. cool with the he's with the four man. I mean, he's he's down with the four man outfield stuff. Yeah. It's not like yeah. he. So I think Team he would guy. be willing to yeah. acquiesce. Still gets a paycheck, um, so that works. Yeah. So your <laughs> second takeaway. <laughs> yeah, still gets a paycheck indeed. Um, my second takeaway. Look. Uh, it, 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 Brett Phillips, I think, has been a constant presence in Tampa Bay media uh, since game four, obviously. Uh, for a guy who doesn't have a certain 
slash stable role, it's kind of a head scratcher because obviously, you know, what he did in game four, I mean, amazing, build a statue for this guy in the next race stadium. 100%. Right. Dan Johnson status, Mike Brasso, Longoria, oh, game 162. That all said, he's a guy without position, okay? I mean, it, it, let's, let's just name outfielders here. Rosa Reina, Kevin Kiermeyer, Austin Meadows, Manny Margot, Yoshi Sutsugo. Uh, you know, it, there's a lot of guys yeah. in front of what I think to be Brett Phillips. So you add that, why is he getting so much media uh, presence plus Willie Adamas getting a lot of media love, especially that last Topkin article. I, I don't know if you had the chance to read it, uh, but it had some interesting quotes where even Brandon Lau said that if there was a captain to be elected within the race clubhouse, that it would be Willie Adamas. And there was just these glowing quotes by basically everybody from the race talking about Willie, which deservedly so. We all love Willie. And and all of those quotes match perfectly to his character. So my point being is, is Brett Phillips being pushed to the race fandom because with Willie possibly staying as the face of the franchise, you can knock off KK because they're still taking calls for KK. You make the fandom uh, appreciate Brett Phillips and what he can do. And he's so likable because he is the, the personality is there. He supplants uh, Kevin Kiermaier. And then you have the face of the franchise quote, the captain of, 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 of the team being Willie staying no matter if Wander Franco comes up. I, I think these two are related and I want to know if you see any basis in this, or do you think it's just two different things and I'm trying to make sense of them? So conspiracy theory, the Rays PR team is trying to push these guys in some shape or form. So that in essence, because Willie or Wander Franco doesn't make the opening day roster, it's okay because Willie Adamas is a great guy. Kevin Kiermaier is going to get traded uh, team leader, franchise player, not, but that's okay. We've got a really great guy in Brett Phillips on the come up too. Correct. That's the idea. Correct. Um, maybe a little bit. Uh, I think in, in one sense, the media, they want to talk to guys who have fun, lively personalities and can give a good quote and can have some fun with the action. And both those guys absolutely do. As far as Brett Phillips, like even if Kevin Kiermeyer's traded though, I don't see where he gets a whole bunch more playing time. I think it would just mean more playing time really for Manny Margot. And maybe they're like, okay, well now we can go ahead and call up Vidal Brujan. Maybe we can call up or give opportunities to uh, Josh Lowe. I still think Brett Phillips, like no matter how many, if you clear a spot or two for him, I, I still see him as last man, last guy on the bench. I, I would not want That's him necessarily point. as an everyday player. So, but, so the, the constant push, maybe, yeah, okay, you like to talk about these guys. But, I mean, at some point, shouldn't the race front office be like, yo, uh, we're not offering, like, we're going to cut Brett Phillips. Like, how much of a yeah. conversation is the front office having with journalists and their own social media team saying, hey, don't push this so much because, like, we don't know what's going to yeah. happen? Or is there no conversation? I, I have to believe that there's a certain line of conversation happening 
with the front office right. and behind the scenes with the journalists and their own social team. So if they're pushing yeah. it so hard, maybe Brett Phillips could platoon with Margot if Kevin Kiermaier is out. Yeah, that would, uh, you know, Brett Phillips gets against the righties, Margot against the lefties, maybe Margot also against some righties. So maybe he gets right. the bulk of the center field uh, plate appearances uh, with Phillips. I it's- don't know. And then Willie being called the captain i don't think we have ever heard that kind of verbiage since longoria yeah and and it wasn't even done with evan uh you know so it it just ring rings there's something in the air happening i think right now it is interesting first of all brett phillips is out of options so something may have to come one way or the other and i will say i do think it's important for the rays to have at least one of these guys on the roster this year, if not beyond, because of what they bring. And I know it's talked about and analytical guys will poo-poo it, but there's something to be said for having energetic, fun guys that get along with everybody in the clubhouse to where at the end of the day, yes, you might be being paid millions of dollars and you might have the coolest job on the wor- in the world, but it's still a job and you still yes. have a working environment. And even yes. if you have the coolest job in the world, if you have toxic multiple toxic personalities in a clubhouse that you don't want to be around it makes that place miserable whether you're making 500k or 15 million dollars so there's something to be said for having a willie adamas that is the life of the party brett phillips that is the life of the party that can bring together multiple cultures and races and uh and you know if you have that guy that's you know can kind of a loose cannon type brett phillips and willie adamas can bring them into the fold or at least alleviate that in some shape or form. So look, there's, if you look at like, look at the free, there are a lot of guys in baseball that have the talent to, to get signed and to get multi-year deals and play in the majors. Like think about all the free agents that are still out of the market Yeah, for maybe a couple of them more, more than a couple, maybe they just don't fit into what a team's clubhouse dynamic is looking for. And that that's gotta be spoken about. Yeah. You might be able to do the job, but can you fit in that? That's a huge part of it. I think. And will you disrupt the boat? That's that's the biggest thing for free yeah. agent acquisition. So, uh, yeah, I, I think a guy like Brett Phillips is great to have in the clubhouse, but uh, it, the 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 constant media presence just kind of started getting my wheels turning into okay. In the offseason, we all said KK was gone. He was not. He's still with the team. Oh, the first week of spring training games, he's not on the field. They're still fielding calls. But still, the constant media presence of, of, of Brett Phillips and then the, 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 the loving quotes with Willie, which are more than understandable, but that C right. word, that captain word being thrown with the Brett Phillips uh-huh. thing, I think there could be something there. Yeah, very interesting. Look, hey, media guys, there's other players to talk to. You can go out and interview other guys, <laughs> but I get what they're trying to do with that. Look, I mean, the front office and PR team, they it's a symbiotic relationship. They they work together and everything they do yes. for the most part is pretty deliberate as far as who they're going to make available, who they're not going to make available and all that good stuff too. So interesting theory. That might have yeah. to be a prop bet uh, going forward. I mean, you know, are, are both those guys on the roster by the end of the year? It's it's fun stuff to talk about for sure. Uh, I've got a couple takeaways that I'll get to. But first, uh, we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the most amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar. 
with 100% chocolate on all bars. Don't forget that. Uh, and they've got something like 18, 19, 20 amazing flavors. You, you, you can't get bored with them at all. Go to builtbar.com or go to at built underscore bar on Twitter to check them out. And remember to use that promo code LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, getting to a couple things. First off, uh, I want to congratulate you for winning the uh, very first prop bet of the 2021 season that I know of, (laughs) where uh, I just stupidly, I guess, assumed that uh, Jake Odorizzi would sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. Alas, he has signed with the Houston Astros on a two-year deal with a player option. I do submit, yes, I am 0-1 in the prop bet standings right now. This isn't necessarily a prop bet, but mark my words, <laughs> you, can, you can save this tape. The Blue Jays uh-huh. at some point this season, they're going to need starting pitching. They are going yeah. to need some kind of workhorse. So Rick Porcello, guys, Rick Ooh. Porcello in a Blue Jays uniform. I'm calling my shot with that. My goodness. Well, that that's that's well, thank you, first of all, for the congratulations, yes. Rick Porcello, maybe. Uh, look, Jake Odorizzi just didn't want to see the race front office back in the AL East telling them, hey, you took me to arbitration twice and I won twice. Yeah. So that's that's why he chose to go uh, to uh, to the Astros instead of the Blue Jays. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Rick Porcello, Cole Hamels, Mike Leake, somebody like that will wind up on the Blue Jays before it's all said and done. Um, I know we've been mentioning the word prop bet a lot, and I know we're going to save the KK one, but I will introduce one here that uh, I think, I mean, it's going to have to be decided within the next month. So I might as well put it on the table now. Um, There has been talk and reports that the universal DH and expanded playoffs will not be implemented this season that talks have died. It's dead. It's off the table. Not going to happen. Right. I submit that at the 11th hour, both those things are going to happen. MLB will have not just universal (sighs) DH, but also expanded playoffs in some shape or form for 2021. I am, I am putting this prop bet out there. And again, I'm saying both things will happen. So if, if one or none of those things happen, you win the prop bet. That would be just so on MLB brand to not yes. tell teams, That's I'm doing not it. tell fans for the whole off season until the 11th hour. Like, I, honestly, like I think you would win this one <laughs> because it's, it's so MLB. They, I mean, they just get everything wrong. Um, I, 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 I'll, I'll take a couple of, uh, of days or maybe even weeks to, to, to put okay. in my final offer, but yeah, it's, it's really just, uh, you know, it's such a shame. It's such a shame that, that, that MLB just doesn't get it and, and, and is not uh, being transparent on, to the owners, to the players, to the fans, and, and they're just missing an opportunity there. Look, do it. Do, do the, uh, the DH at least. I understand yes. the, 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 the playoffs um, not having to happen after the 60-game season, and I think that was fine for right. the 60-game season. The 162, we can talk about it for, for the next CBA, but the DH, let it happen. You guys, Why are you going to have Jacob DeGrom uh, hit 
after he needs to be healthy of only pitching 60 or whatever innings he did. Mm-hmm. You know, the glass now is if interleaks uh, uh, series happen. That's the it's big just, thing, yeah. You don't, you don't need pitchers. Right now, pitchers uh, are very precautious in, in, in injuries right now. You, you, you can't put 100 innings on a guy that pitched 40 last year. I mean, it's going yeah. to be a lot to ask, and you're also going to ask for 15 teams to put their pitchers uh, uh, at the box with a helmet right. and, and, and a bat that can barely swing. It, it, it just doesn't seem smart, and that's why it's, uh, it's MLB. By the way, I am not sure about this. Maybe you know the answer to this, but in spring training, are pitchers hitting? I guess they wouldn't be because they're only working so few innings. But I feel like if if you're prepared to have your starters, they're going to have to get a couple at bats, at least in the National League, that you'd try to throw them in the box a little bit. Or maybe after the game or before the game, you're maybe getting them some indoor cage work or something like that. But I would think the latter. I don't don't think you put a Jacob deGrom pitching against the Phillies in clear water. Like that would be – that would, for me, just – that would be dumb. That's there's yeah. no other word. That would be dumb. And you're again, you made the point. You're already trying to get these pitchers and these players ramped up and ready and not get hurt. And you're you're adding another thing to the fold, a freak accident, pulling a hammy at first, getting hit by a pitch. Like I, I don't want to see Tyler Glass now betting in the National League and where he hasn't done that in, in months or years. Like it is absolutely insane. And on the flip side, too, you're in essence. I don't know about creating jobs, but you're at least getting an opportunity to a minor leaguer or a guy that otherwise wouldn't get that opportunity in the national yeah. league to hit to, and, and, and to keep a guy off his feet too. That's another thing you're going from 60 to legends. What about that outfielder who's played how many games in a row? And you just want him to, to step in the box, but not step in the field either. We love records in, in baseball, right? We, we, so why, wouldn't we want to see Pujols return to the Cardinals as a DH, as a 40-year-old yeah. who can maybe still bang 15 bombs, 20 bombs, and Miggy Cabrera to go back to the Marlins and, 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 and teach young, the, the young kids and, 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 and still pop 15, 20 bombs at, right. at 39? Yeah, of course we would. So, yeah, that, that would give it to um, – that would give a, a benefit to, to obviously having the DH and look, it's a, a future hall of famer like Max Scherzer got a black eye from trying to bunt during BP. That's mm-hmm. dumb. That's, that's the guy you're paying $30 million who is a Cy Young winner who is going into the hall of fame, who has had eight seasons of 200 plus strikeouts and, and, and you <laughs> you almost yeah. lost him fracturing his nose or something for six weeks because he's bunting? Get out yeah. of here. Get out C- of here. Could you That's imagine dumb. like Glass now trying to lay down a bunt and he gets hit in the thumb with a ball because he doesn't and have out, the mechanics out for, properly? Out oh for gosh. the next two months. Just two months. Two, three months. Done. What do you do? That's your season. Goodbye. Might as well just hang it up. And the other thing too is like with the expanded playoffs, I know it's kind of counterintuitive to say, well, I mean, I've, I've said, I've been on record before saying, I think it was re- kind of ridiculous for the, for MLB to go from six to one sixty two just like that. But I mean, expanded playoffs, it's not like you're adding that many extra games to the fold, but there's a lot of money at stake. I mean, ESPN was, or is willing to grant the league a $100 million credit 
for more postseason games. And I, wow. I know there, I guess at odds is the split between owners and players, but I feel like that's kind of a mutual benefit. And then you add on, you might have more interest at the trade deadline with team. Okay. Maybe we are in this thing and maybe we do make a move or whatnot. Maybe you don't make a move, but at least there seems to my team's in it. My team that wasn't going to be in it before they're now in it. My you know Kansas city Royals this? might have a shot. My Seattle Mariners might have a shot. I, 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 this, I think the expanded playoffs is a conversation I don't want to have, but yes. I know we will have to have. Um, however, if that one million credit exists, uh, I hadn't even heard of that. that, that that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah. I think MLB could do a little compromise and say, no, no expanded playoffs will happen this year. However, the wild card game now becomes a wild, wild card series okay. with no off days all in the team's uh, stadium that had the best record. Yeah. So, for example, uh, that, that year with the A's and the Rays in 2019 and the Rays beat the, the A's at their stadium, that would have been maybe a three-game series. You know, I think that that yeah. that would add a little bit of value uh, to it. But as as far as adding more teams, I think it's it's way too late to do that. But they like did it last said, year. The prop bet, the eleventh hour, apparently is very productive for MLB executives. So you never. Know. I don't even think it was the eleventh hour. There was like ten minutes before the first game of the season, and we got it was the ten minutes alert. after. <laughs> oh god! So I guess it could, it could be after the season starts. <laughs> Game one's in the books. There we go. Uh, kind of tied into that a little bit, I guess, in, in one shape or form. And this isn't what really Rays related necessarily, but um, did you hear about uh, Cleveland Indians players, Jose Ramirez and Fran Mill Reyes violating MLB's COVID-19 protocols? Yeah, one of them took uh, uh, had a barber uh, appointment and the other one just had food inside. Yeah. So one got a haircut. And then I believe they both ate at an indoor restaurant together. I'm saying all that to say this. I, I mean, are these protocols a little bit ridiculous? Like, how is that any different than going to the grocery store or going into a gas station to pay your, your bill or to buy a snack? Like, I feel like we're getting a little overboard here. I know it's spring training and you don't want to have a setback and everything like that, but it's not like these guys went to a rave, a block party, a rock concert. It wasn't... Yeah, but no, I see why. I see why. Okay. The 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 barbershop, you know, if it's just your hair, obviously you can have a mask and the guy can have a mask. But the indoor dining, that's where you get into into trouble because you're now unprotected by a mask. So then that's why they got in trouble. I don't think, you know, okay. the barber thing should be what got them into trouble. I think it's the indoor because then you're now without the mask. And, and can you go like, in, dude? Okay. Couldn't you just go outside, like outdoor seating? I mean, I'm sure it's available in like in most places. And even if it isn't, and this is my point, Kevin. Yes, I, I understand your frustration, but if you're giving rules, like yeah, you can you can question the rules, but if you're earning the money that these guys are earning, like dude, you have enough money to maybe say, hmm, I really like that restaurant, but it's indoor and it's against the rules. Well, uh, there's a hundred of other restaurants that could probably serve exactly the same thing. And we right. would have a grand old time and not get sent home like 13 year olds that didn't do their homework. It looks bad, especially, especially because <laughs> they were in the same clubhouse that last year, the same thing happened with Plesak and Clevenger. 
So you yeah. learned nothing. So now you look like idiots that didn't learn their their um, their responsibility or their duty or the rules. It just looks bad. I understand. It, it, it might be a little bit stringent, but hey, them's the rules. Are you gonna follow that, them? That is true, or not? Yeah. That is what true. You, you could just opt to sit out the season if you don't want to play by the rules. Yes. I get it. I just think it's a little ticky tacky. I, I will say one thing is that uh, trying to eat an outdoor restaurant in Phoenix or wherever they are in the Cactus League, I presume, would just be brutal. <laughs> so that wouldn't be any fun. But I mean, I thought that the get tables and everything were, were socially Hand distanced fans. anyway. Aren't they always spread apart or isn't that supposed to be the rule? Arizona might ha- be be floridized for all i know yeah but i think arizona and florida kind of sitting hand at the table together where, you're i look i i get both sides i just think that th- is this going to continue during the regular season though aren't they loosening up the rule because this can't i don't know how you can you're basically like it's almost what is the term where you basically like go to you, you it's, it's like a work release program basically well, <laughs> like you're you're well, okay you're you you're outside of the hours of nine to five you're in prison basically i mean you're in a fancy hotel prison but it's still prison i told you how to fix this i told you how to fix this in january and i told you how to fix this in february rob manfred did not return my call because he's an idiot but i said it just make vaccinations available to players if you don't want to take the vaccination guess what you got to sit out the year that is punto. Yeah. I mean, just medically speaking, if you are able to get vaccinations to players, coaches, and on-field personnel without taking away vaccinations from regular folk, do it. Vaccinate the players, vaccinate the coaches and, and umpires, and then they can go to any indoor restaurant and there take off their shirt and order and, and order their, their appetizers and their dessert, their molten lava cake. They put it in their chest and lick it off and leave a $20,000 tip. Just get vaccinated, buddy. Yeah. Just do it. So should MLB have just waited until everybody is allowed to get vaccinations there they've been rolled out to where if like their COVID tests now it's to the point where if, if you want to get one, you can get one. You can find one at your local CVS or Walgreens or whatnot. Exactly. If it's available without taking the, the spot of the 60 year old nurse or, 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 or stay at home uh, wife or, or, right. or the grandpa and grandma, if that, if you're not taking that, uh, those vaccinations away from regular folk, I think players, coaches should be, in love with the idea that they can take a vaccination because right. now they can do all of the things that they think that they're not uh, allowed to do uh, right now. Yeah. I think MLB has like a huge like sponsorship deal with Pfizer. Can't you, can't you kind of leverage that yes. in, in some There's shape money. or another? Yeah. There should be money Great there, right? Pharmaceutical industries and, and, yeah. and, 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 uh, and well, MLB. Pharmaceutical industry and, and baseball sometimes doesn't go too well. So let's hold hey. the phone and all that. So. All right, I think that's a good time to wrap up the show. It's a Monday, <laughs> folks. All right, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast and Locked on MLB podcast, both great ones to check out as well. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs>